Hey everybody and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and tonight, tonight, it's all about tonight. We have got a fun little show for you. So joining me here tonight, all the way from Palm Harbor, Florida, say hello to Jeff and Marissa Gore. Hey guys. Hey everyone. What, pray tell, are you two drinking tonight? Are you even drinking anything tonight? I am drinking. Okay. I am drinking from Distill Brewery, a wild sour, part of their wild sour series. It's their Pina Colada Ghosts. Ooh, that sounds good. It's uh, it's very sour. It's if a, you don't yeah. like sours, I wouldn't uh, try it, but it's good. Yeah, I can't chug a sour, but a sour itself as a sipping beer is pretty damn good. I'll take that. Yeah, this one's not bad. It's probably Bring one of the better ones I've had me in the... two pina coladas. Gotta have one for Jeff Gore. And that's about enough of that. And <laughs> I am drinking um, a little gift we had a while ago um, from a good friend I know. And he gave us some Four Roses Small Batch Select. <laughs> Chris is that friend. That friend oh yeah, Chris. that's him. It was me, which is now widely available in Florida. So when I bought it for you, you couldn't get it here. Nope. Now you can walk into literally any liquor store and it's there, but it is a delicious bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it must be thanks to you. That is quite the glass there, Jeffrey. Uh, what? <laughs> Just to give everyone at home a heads up. Uh, so three of us, and maybe even four of us, I'm not sure, but three of us are sitting here watching uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, the Lightning and the Islanders. So if you hear us mention that during the show... Sorry if you're not a hockey fan, but uh, three of us live in Hockey Bay, USA, and go Bolts. Go Bolts. They'll already know what happens in this, though, so. Yeah. That's true. Doesn't matter. But they can at least hear our excitement. Go Bolts. And now the fourth member of our crew, Mr. Mike Mott, or as we call him, the Mike Collins of the Pub Trivia Experience. Did anyone get that reference? I, I I get it, but so I I had one that has to orbit the moon while everyone yeah. else gets to walk on it. Damn right. <laughs> oh, hey. oh, like no. I'm fine with that. Like still, I'm you know. You still went. That's yeah, okay. exactly. I, I think they're they're Buzz and, and Neil, and I'm just the lunar rover. So I I just kind of get I get left on the moon when this is all over. So you guys are fine. It's all right. We had a good ride on you. That's right. And this took a wrong turn. Mike, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? <laughs> So tonight I have uh, a beer from the Sufferfest Beer Company. Oh. Uh, it's called Head Start. It is a stout brewed with coconut water and coffee. Ooh, uh, I picked good. it up randomly. Uh, my sainted wife had this amazing idea because I was complaining about how it was difficult to find uh, single serve beers that you could buy in the grocery stores outside of like most of just the basic local stuff that I'd already had. And she goes, whoa, you should try Whole Foods. And so I went by Whole Foods and stocked up and basically cleaned out half of their, they had this whole big thing and they sure enough had a whole bunch of single beers. I cleaned them out and um, this was one of them. It's out of, I think I saw Chico, California, but okay. anyway, we'll see how this goes. Oh, hey, this is from Normal, Illinois. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw that. Good old Normal. Hmm, that's pretty good. Is it? That's pretty good. It's not, I feel weird, like, Jeff and I, are, Jeff and I, I haven't even gone over what I'm drinking yet, but Jeff and I are drinking bourbon, and Marissa and Mike are the ones drinking beer tonight, so it's kind of a, 
it's a little off-putting, I'm not going to lie. Is it, isn't that pretty normal? No, usually I'm drinking beer, but I'm on a beer cleanse, so... Oh, I gotcha. I'm just drinking straight... I don't drink anything other than bourbon or whiskey, so literally my diet is now just brown. <laughs> I don't... I don't brown in, brown out, it's all the same. I'm the Odell Beckham <laughs> of the pub trivia experience. <laughs> well, so what are you drinking, Chris? Uh, I have got a bottle, I think I've talked about it on here before, but this is a bottle of private barrel selection from the Corona Cigar Company here in Tampa, um, and this is Larceny. Uh, so it's their private barrel, uh, the John E. Fitzgerald Larceny. Uh, really, really good. Um, Larceny is a, Jeff and I were talking about this earlier, they're kind of like a standard, just a regular uh, on par with the like Buffalo Trace stuff like that. It's just a regular standard bourbon. But this private barrel is really good. Um, and I'm actually cutting it tonight because I need to be sober for the entire show, and you guys know how I drink. So I need to be sober for the show. I am cutting it with a little bit, I mean a little bit of uh, Diet Ginger Ale. And uh, I will be off beer for a little while, so I am going to be working my way through this liquor cabinet whenever we record. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Tonight's... Wait, but, but why do you need to stay sober for this recording? That's unusual. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's. Uh, I didn't know that was a new rule here. I, I think it's pretty well publicized how much difficulty I have with math. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah, point. I, and I'm yeah. hoping sobriety helps. That's what that's what it boils down to. Wow, I'm 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 interested that that's the approach you took and not just you know Excel. I have Excel too, but I've got to hit the <laughs> right buttons. But typing is also a struggle for him. <laughs> yeah. So tonight we have got the Gores taking on the singular Mott in our standard game. We have got four rounds of trivia, four questions per round. We've got our pregame, we've got our halftime, and we have the three questions at the end in the wager round. We are doing this somewhat Jeopardy style, though, where instead of everyone answering all the questions, they will rotate around uh, and decide which question they want to answer based on the category titles. In round one, we did a game earlier to find out that Mr. Mike Mott will be selecting first, but before we get to round one, we have to go through our pregame. And our pregame this week is brought to you by my lovely wife, Leah. And uh, this pregame is a movie's opening round. I will let you know that subtitles are sometimes used to distinguish uh, different installments of a movie franchise or to provide a moviegoer with additional information about the movie that they're seeing. I'm going to give you the subtitle of the movie, and you tell me what movie franchise it's from. Case in point, if I were to say Judgment Day, you would say... Terminator 2. Terminator. The Terminator franchise, yeah. Either one. You want the franchise. The okay. franchise you is fine. The franchise. Okay. okay, okay. That's not... Okay, so once you have your answer, go ahead and lock it in. Movie number one is The Next Level. Oh, uh, we can lock. Jeff gave the uh, the affirming nod. Mike, talk it out. The next level. Um, the first thing that popped into my head was Jumanji. I don't remember if that was the subtitle of the most recent Jumanji movie. I don't know, don't know why that would have popped into my head. Otherwise, um, so I guess I'll I guess I'll just lock in with that Jumanji. Mike has Jumanji. Marissa, what did you lock in with? I also locked in with Jumanji. Two points for everybody. Jumanji is correct. Question number two. 
Your subtitle is A True Underdog Story. I can lock in. Mike is locked in. Jeff and Marissa talk it out. Uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe Rocky. I don't know. Is what? Rocky, maybe? Mm. I have no idea. I, I don't know any of the Rockies. I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't remember them having a subtitle. None of them have subtitles. All one, two, three. They but might. They do, but... don't they? In the in like the newer renditions. Uh, what? The newer ones. Creed. Well, that's whatever. Okay. Okay, not Rocky. Okay, the true underdog uh... story. Like, what would be multiple franchise true underdog story? Franchise. A franchise. It's got to be with sports. No? I imagine so. I'm just trying to think of sports franchises. I can't think of any. All I can think of is like Mighty Ducks. No, it's not Mighty Ducks. But no. That's, I mean, I think of another sports franchise. Rocky. That's all I can think of. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't have a better guess. So. I don't know. Is that an underdog story? I know so little about Rocky that... Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely underdog stories in Rocky. I know okay. that much. I mean, I've run the Rocky... St- I mean, I've run the steps at the Philadelphia Art Museum, and... I'm pretty sure that's not going to help that's you about here. all I know bum, about Rocky. Bum, 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 uh, bum, we're going on that. Okay, we'll, we'll lock with a Rocky. They locked in with Rocky. Mike, what did you say? So I guess I kind of ignored the, the franchise thing, but I know that the subtitle of the movie Dodgeball was a true underdog story, so I locked in with Dodgeball. So I did say in the opening that it was not necessarily franchise. It could be something oh. that provides the moviegoer with additional information. Okay. The correct answer is dodgeball. So we got hung up on the franchise thing. So you did. yeah, when did when did we say that it was a franchise? I, I I don't know. I I thought I heard franchise in the beginning, but never mind. Sorry, my fault. It's okay. Uh, okay. Number three, your subtitle is Last Blood. Oh, locked in. Jeff's locked in. Mike, talk it out. Uh, I, b- I believe, speaking of Stallone franchises, this is the title of the most recent Rambo movie. Jeff? Also locked in with Rambo. It is Rambo. Nicely done. I have not seen that movie yet. I really want to. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I haven't seen it, and I've only heard that I shouldn't see it. So, <laughs> I like John Rambo, the one where he's in, like, uh, is it Thailand or Burma? Um. With uh, the chick from, not the chick, uh, the woman from uh, Dexter, uh, Julie yes. Bend. I like that, that one. That one was pretty good, yeah, but then I heard, I just heard that this one wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I want to go back. I want to end Rocky the way it started. Not Rocky, there you go. End Rambo the way it started, <laughs> where he only kills like one person the entire movie. He's actually a pacifist. <laughs> a- a- exactly, yeah. First Blood was an amazing movie. It was. All right, question number four. Your subtitle is Back in the Habit. Oh, oh. locked. Mike, did you lock in too? I did. All right. Mike, what did you say? I believe this is sis- that was the Sister Act 2 subtitle. Jeff and Marissa. Yeah, that's the Sister Act 2 subtitle. It is the t- subtitle of Sister Act 2. Um, one of my pop culture blind spots, never seen Sister Act Ooh. Never, ever, ever have no desire to. It, if you had seen it at the time, I w- like if it was that time, I would say, "Oh, you need to see it," but <laughs> you don't now. No. <laughs> All right. The last part of your pregame is Final Frontier. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, I'm thinking we can lock. 
the one other than the other one. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're locked. Okay, they're locked in. Mike, talk it out. It's driving me nuts because I'm like, I can't pull it up, and I'm pretty sure that was the subtitle of Star Trek V, but it's the one that I can't remember what the subtitle is. But I'll, I'll say Star Trek. Mike is locked in with Star Trek. Jeff and Marissa, what did you say? We also went with Star Trek. It was, in fact, Star Trek V. Nicely done to everybody. Coming out of the pregame. Uh, Mike has got a two-point lead, 10-8. to eight. Mike is going to be going first in round one. Your categories for round one are computers, actors and actresses, news on TV, and chemistry. With pretty much all of these categories, I feel like I could either definitely know them or definitely not. Um, I guess I will start with um, the news one. Mike has chosen news on TV. Here's your question. This news channel pays 58 airports across the U.S. to broadcast their network. They also broadcast other content from the channel's parent company, Warner Media, including cartoons and sporting events. What news channel am I talking about? I think it's CNN. This is a correct answer. Nicely done. <laughs> Mike on the board with another 10 points. Jeff and Marissa, what category are you going with? What are we going with? Um, I have no idea. What, we have computers. Actors and actresses. And actresses and chemistry. And, oh, chemistry? I thought it was history. No, chemistry. Um, I want not that one. Not that one. Yep. <laughs> because um, it'll be bleach. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Marissa, Marissa, I couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. If you're, if you're I'll speak up louder. I need to speak loud. I'll just put the mic by her since I talk plenty loud. <laughs> I left um, my heart in San Fernando. I feel like we both... Would... <laughs> 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 oh. I'm sorry, who who directed Psycho? Oh, You have to listen to that episode to know. <laughs> um, let's go computers. Computers? Yeah. Let's go computers. Their question in computers, which is now worth two points instead of the usual ten, because Marissa. <laughs> no. Your question in computers. While many tend to throw shade at this font, it's actually very useful for dyslexic people due to its asymmetrical style that makes the letters easy to discern. What font am I talking about? Oh, this sucks. People give it crap? Yeah, so it's there's... It's Comic Sans, is it? Well, it's either that or Papyrus. Oh. Um, I imagine Comic Sans gets more crap. Than Papyrus? Yeah, so I think that's our best option. Okay. I feel like it's a good one because it's used a lot with kids. That makes sense. I mean, other than the fact that it's just a childish font. Well, And okay. don't ever use it if you're in a professional setting. <laughs> uh, oh wait we're doing it um yeah uh let's go comic sans okay lock in they have locked in comic sans and it's not only useful for dyslexic people it's also the font i use on my resume that is a correct answer nicely done <laughs> but also don't use papyrus uh no don't use either of those if you don't have to i just find it hilarious that disney uses papyrus on like uh on uh 
Spaceship Earth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pass it over to Mr. Mike Mott. What are we going with? You have got actors and actresses or chemistry. Well, I I feel like I have to make them answer the chemistry question, so I'm going to go with actors and actresses. Sorry, Jeff. (laughs) You just had this one like... I'm I'm just as bad at actors and actresses. (laughs) Now, if he doesn't get it right, can we steal or no? Um, We have not had the rebounds the last couple of recordings, but if you're both up for it, I'm I'm okay allowing two rebounds. I'm up for it. Yeah, I like sure, it. Why not? Okay. You, I will then ask before Mike gets a chance to answer the question if you want to use a rebound. Here's your question, Mike, and actors and actresses. 1994 was a good year for what actor or actress who had three movies hit number one at the box office that year? Jeff and Marissa, would you like to rebound? No, thank you. She just fought for a rebound and then said no. I want to put that on the Unless record. Unless you want to. Uh, no, she's very wise. Way to not use it. Okay. <laughs> Mike, talk it out. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, 94. Three movies that hit number one. Uh, see, and then... <laughs> when I think of 94, I think of, you know, all the big Best Picture nominees that were out that year because they were all... It was such a great year between Forrest Gump and uh, Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption. Like, but I mean, the only one of those that went to number one is Forrest Gump. Um, and I don't think Tom Hanks was in anything else that year. So, and that's really about the only context I have for 1994. Uh, like really popular movies around that time. Uh, <laughs> and you're not even going to tell me if it's an actor or an actress. That's tough. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know if, I don't think Pulp Fiction would have ever made it to number one. But it had a lot of actresses to choose from. I mean, like, could have been Bruce Willis. I can't think of other movies, but he would have had a ton of movies coming out around that time. Uh, but Die Hard wasn't until the next year, the third one. Um, man, this is a good question. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just drawing blanks on this one. Um, I guess I will say. I'll go. I'll say um, Tom Hanks just because I can name a number one movie that he was in. <laughs> that year and just to, to end the misery because I just I'm, I can't come up with anything all right Mike has said Tom Hanks and that is not a correct answer Jeff do you want to wager a guess for zero points I would like to wager 100 please uh, but the answer is Jim Carrey the mask dumb and dumber and Ace Ventura all went to number one it is in fact Jim Carrey wow I totally uh, I I I don't know why I completely blanked on that one. You're, yeah, that makes total sense. Well, you were going to all the like serious big pictures. I yep. know. You went the wrong direction. We're in America, Mike. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. I know. All right. Well, Mike, you know what happens now is you have now left Jeff and Marissa with our chemistry question. Yep. And an opportunity to take the lead. And you do have your rebound if you want to use it. This one is a long question, so please bear with me. Okay. Oh, God. 
what chemical on the periodic table, beginning with the letter C, got its name from a goblin in German folklore because miners mistook it for silver. When they tried to smelt it, it gave off toxic gases that the miners thought was the goblin playing tricks on them. No word and if GM knew about this before they named a car after this element. Mike, do you want to rebound? Uh, no. All right, Jeff. Oh, shit. I just came came up with it, but I just said no, so. (laughs) Jeff and Marissa, talk it out. Uh, I imagine this is cobalt. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, yeah, the car. And yeah, so we're going to lock it with cobalt. And cobalt is a correct answer. Nicely done. Nicely done. Coming out of round one, Jeff and Marissa have a 28 to 20 lead. As we head into round two. Round two, your categories are national monuments, sports, weather, and city life. It's Jeff and Marissa's turn to pick a category. Go right ahead. I want to go with national monuments, but again, I don't know if I've been to enough of them to know. Okay. Um, I've probably been to less than you have. Probably. I don't know. Do you want sports? What were the other ones? Sports. You have national monuments, sports, weather, and city life. City life. I feel like you'd be good at weather, too. Yeah, I feel like weather would be all right. I just don't even understand what city life is. As yeah, a... what is city life? <laughs> like <laughs> City life. I'm going to be asking us about lime scooters or... Maybe. Since Why we haven't given like that? Since we haven't given a set... A question, and I will tell you, city life is a question about a specific city. Okay. Okay. Go with sports. weather or sports. Let's go weather. Here is your weather question. 2005 saw a record number of named storms during the Atlantic hurricane season. Within four either way, how many named storms were there in 2005? Okay. Mike, would you like to rebound? Ah, uh, nah. Thanks. Jeff and Marissa, talk it out. Oh, jeez. Uh, can we anti-rebound? Yeah, that's a... Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I have a number that came to mind. Okay. Uh, just, it popped into my head and I can't think of anything else. It was else. a record. But I like 19. You like 19? I like that number. Okay. Uh... I mean, obviously, Katrina, like, basically, you know, negates all the others. Um, um, I know Wilma was one, right? Wilma was that year as well? Oof, maybe 19's too low. Wilma, I think Wilma was that year as well, wasn't it? Was that 2005 or 2004? I imagine if it was a W, that... It was probably on a record year. Okay, so that's so what, go, 28? Uh, what? Right, there's 27 letters in the alphabet. There's how many? Uh, 26. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I think 25 is a safe bet. 24? If they're named storms. Within four. And we get to Wilma, that's... Uh-huh. Okay. 
Okay, so let's go 24 then. Right? Yeah. That seemed good? Yeah, let's go 24. That's fine. Do you have a different number you would like to propose? I don't. No, let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We would like to lock in with 24. They have locked in with 24. So, uh, Marissa, you're right in a couple of fronts. Uh, That is the year Katrina hit. It's not Um, the year Wilma hit, though. It is the year Wilma hit. Um, In fact, in the the hurricane season in 2005, we actually saw five storms reach Category 5 strength. Um, It was the most active season of all time. Altogether, there were 15 hurricanes. Oh, and tropical storms. And 27 total named storms. So you get the 10 points. Okay. Woohoo! It got so bad, they actually had to go into the Greek alphabet to name storms. Because as we know, there are only 26 letters in the alphabet. Yep. Sorry. You know, 27, 28, something like that. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) Whatever. Okay, this question goes out to Mr. Mike Mott. Do you want national monuments, sports, or city life? Um, sports is way too broad. I guess I'll take national monuments. National monuments, here is your question. What butte located in Wyoming did Teddy Roosevelt establish as the first national monument in 1906? It also served as a location for the climactic scene in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Jeff and Marissa, would you like to rebound? Do you know it? Oh, you were shaking your head like you did know it. No, so, I don't know uh, No, I do not. I I'm just glad I didn't go with that one. Oh, yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> okay, they have decided not to rebound. Mike, talk it out. Oh, man. I knew exactly what you were talking about as soon as you said it. Uh, and I can't come up with a name. I want to say it's like devil something. It's not like, but it's not like devil's butte. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I think it's, I think it's devil's something. What would the, uh, was it, would it be like, just like devil's den or it's not, I don't think it would be devil's peak because it's not a peak, but. But, for, but that was that was the first thought that popped in my head. <sighs> All right, go go yeah, go with your first instinct. I'll say I'll say Devil's Peak. Mike is locked in with Devil's Peak. Unfortunately, not a correct answer. Um, Jeff and Marissa, do you have a guess? No, no. I would have accepted two different answers. I would have ex- accepted Bear Lodge, which is the area that it's located in, or its more common name. Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower. Oh, I was half right. <laughs> you were half right and get zero points, my friend. You would have been closer than we were. So. Yeah. Whether and national monuments are gone, Jeff and Marissa, do you want sports or city life? They're both very broad. They are. But I feel like I would know more about sports. Probably. So what, let's go sports. What about you? I mean, I'd probably know more about city life, depending on the city. But obviously, sports. I, I. You know about. I sports. know some sports. You've named some sports characters before. Yep. <laughs> you know those sports people. <laughs> there was that guy that did that thing. 
Let's you know, go sports. The players of the sports. Mm-hmm. We're going sports then? Let's yes. go sports. Okay. Here is your sports question. What Major League Baseball team allowed 14 runs in the first inning and 28 runs overall to the Boston Red Sox in 2003? Despite this memorable performance, (laughs) this team would go on to win the World Series that year. Mike, would you like to rebound? You said 2003? Correct. (laughs) Right. Because, yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes, I'll, I'll rebound. All right, Mike has locked in his rebound. Jeff and Marissa talk it out. So the two names that come to mind for me are the White Sox or the Tigers. The White Sox were in my mind, too, and I don't know why. It's a weird thing for you to have in mind. I know, but that's, I don't know why, but that one, I feel like that was a White Sox year. Oh, I was not paying attention enough to baseball then. Oh. Yikes. Well, I think if we both thought of White Sox, we should go with that. I don't know, but... Oh, my God. But I'm also... You're leaning towards Tigers. I'm leaning towards Tigers, because I thought that they're the ones that won the year before. The the, the, the Cardinals? The, the, the things happened. The year before the Red Sox? Yeah, yeah. It could have been the Tigers the year after. I don't know. And we, I mean, I could be completely off. No, if you think it was the Tigers before the Red Sox debacle. Debacle? (laughs) Uh, It was a debacle for sure. I mean, they swept the cards. And hey, why do we have to keep saying these things? <laughs> okay. I feel like you're trying to hurt me. Now. I'm not trying to hurt you. You're I'm trying just. To hurt me. I'm, gonna go I'm trying to trigger some sort of memory. You only trigger dramatic <laughs> ones of the year after. It's not helping. Red Sox or Tigers? Not the Red Sox. Or I'm sorry, the White Sox. The Red uh, Sox honestly, beat themselves. You think it's Tigers? Go Tigers <laughs> then. <sighs> I just I don't know why the White Sox are. Like, I was going to a lot of baseball games at that point, and I don't remember. But I was going to Rays games. Let's go Tigers. Go Tigers? Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling it. All right. We're going to go with the Detroit Tigers. They have locked in with the Detroit Tigers. And unfortunately, that is an incorrect answer. Um, I do not remember the last time the Tigers won a World Series. What? could have sworn they had a random one up there. They played in it in 2012. Mm. But they lost to the Giants. Yep. I've got Tigers here. I think it was 84. I would I would guess that 84 was the last time the Tigers won. So, Mike, do you, you did lock in your rebound. What did you say? So, uh, a couple things. Uh, the White Sox won in 2005. Uh, main reason I know that is because they played the Astros, and I lived in Houston at the time, and I got to go to one of the games. I knew there was a White Sox one. Uh, 2003, on the other hand, I'm actually somewhat amazed that uh, Chris, our, our diehard Cubs fan, was willing to bring up this particular season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the the Marlins uh, defeated the oh, Cubs and then the went Marlins on to win year. the World Series and then went on to sell their team yet again. I was literally in Miami that year, too, when that happened. Your correct answer 
is in fact the Miami Marlins. I think they were the Florida Marlins at that point in they time. They were the Florida Marlins at the time, yeah. But that is your correct answer. And as a Chicago Cubs fan, I have to take a second and apologize to Mr. Steve Bartman. As a true Cubs fan, I know, sir, that you had absolutely nothing to do with losing that game for us. If Alice Gonzalez can feel the freaking ground ball at shortstop, none of that happens. But well, we won it in 16. He spent 16. the entire season proving that he could feel the ground ball at shortstop. Yes, the best, if I'm not mistaken, the best fielding percentage in baseball at shortstop. And he booted a ground ball that led to just, oh, game. Also, Alou doesn't catch that ball anyway. I, I still believe that. Too. Alou can't jump. No. There's no chance exactly. Alou catches that ball. But uh, we digress. It was the Miami Marlins. Mike picks up a bonus 10 points there as we move on. Woo-hoo, needed that. To Mike, your question in round two, your last question is in City Life. The 1939 World's Fair was held in Flushing Meadows, which is located in what New York City borough? Marissa and Jeff, would you like to rebound? Yes. All right, Marissa has locked in her rebound. Mike, talk it out. So I'm not 100%. I know extremely little about New York City and its boroughs, as I think we found out on an episode about uh, over a year ago. Uh, So the way that I'm getting here, and I'm not ashamed to admit this, is from the theme song to the television show The Nanny, whose first line is, she was working at a barbershop in Flushing, Queens. So I'm going to say Queens. And Queens is a correct answer. So Mike Mott able to capitalize on his rebound after round two. Your scores as we head into halftime. Mike Mott has got 40 points. Jeff and Marissa hanging tough with 38. And your halftime question, you know I had to put it in here somewhere. It's going in here. Your halftime question is in geography. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course. Halftime question worth up to 20 points. I'm looking for five answers worth four points apiece. Not counting Russia, what are the five largest countries in Europe by land area? And now the nanny theme song is stuck in my head. You <laughs> bastard. All right, I, I, don't, I don't love my answer, but I just, I, I'll hem and haw on it about it forever. Because I just feel like I feel like so many countries are kind of see, at least seem similar in size. So I'll just go ahead and lock in. Mike has locked in. Jeff and Marissa, talk it out. Okay. Okay. We're good with this. I guess so. All are right. you good with that? So we're locked in. Are you good with that? I'm good with it. Okay. I just don't like continuing. So. <laughs> we have an answer. <laughs> I love the way you two communicate. It makes me happy. (laughs) At least it makes somebody happy. Okay, Jeff and Marissa, give me your five. (laughs) We (laughs) go ahead, Jeffrey. All right, our five are Germany, France, Ukraine, Italy, and Norway. Germany, France, Ukraine, Italy, or Norway. Michael Mott, what did you say? I should I should have gone I should have gone Ukraine. Um, I thought about it because uh, I think that's probably up there. 
Uh, but I had I had Germany, I had Norway. Um, I I was debating between Finland and Sweden because I felt like you know, they're all kind of the same size, and I felt like maybe it was borderline. Uh, but I went with Finland. Uh, so what I said, I said Germany, Norway, Finland. Uh, I put I had France, and then um, even though I think part of it's in Asia, so it might not count, I put Turkey because I know it's pretty big. All right, who is ready to kick themselves? <laughs> All of us. I'm gonna go with at least three of us. It's a lot of. It's probably a lot of Eastern European countries. I'm sure. So your correct answers, um, depending on what you think about Russia, Russia may or may not be on there. Um, not counting Russia, the largest is in fact the Ukraine. So nicely done there, Jeff and Marissa. Next up is France. France accounts for 5.4% of land area in Europe. Next up is Spain. God damn it. Ugh. They're both bigger than Germany, really. They are both bigger than Germany. Wow, we took out Spain because they're like, nah, it's not as big as Germany. The next one up, the fourth on the list, is Sweden. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as you said the kick the souls thing, I knew it. Yep. Ugh. And the fifth, and I can't, I couldn't believe this because this country is very, very narrow at many points. But you forget how far north it goes because it goes up around both Finland and Sweden. It is Norway. Yep. So I've got Jeff and Marissa picking up 12, Mike picking up eight. Yep. <laughs> Your scores coming out of the half in a nail biter of a game. Jeff and Marissa have 50, Mike has 48 points. Heading into round three, your categories are the Bible, celebrities, children's toys, and video games. And this starts with Mr. Mike Mott. What category do you want? Oh, man. Just like how I feel in voting in every election. Is there a none of the above option? (laughs) Um... I'm sorry, you can edit that out if you want. I, I'm pretty sure that can just be a PTE stance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that stance. <laughs> um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think, I can, I think I'm going to go with the Bible. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Mike, your sister would be proud. <laughs> Here is your question in the Bible. John 11.35 is known as the shortest verse in the Bible. It contained only two words using an NIV translation or three words using a King James translation. What is this verse? Jeff and Marissa, would you like to rebound? I mean, do we want to even use it? He clearly knows it, so. I mean, I'm pretty sure he knows it. So if we use a rebound here, does it get taken up? No, no, no. If you use it and he gets it right, you don't lose it. All right, we're going to use it. All right, their rebound is locked in. Mike, talk it out. Uh, no, yeah, so my, my hesitation with, with, with the Bible is just that the Bible can encompass so many, so much, and there are parts of the Bible that I'm fairly familiar with and parts of the Bible that I'm not familiar with at all. Uh, I guess this one sort of lies in the middle, um, but I believe the verse in question is Jesus wept. Using NIV translation, that is a correct answer. The two words is Jesus wept or using King James terminology, it is then Jesus wept. Ten points for Mr. Mike Mott. Jeff and Marissa, your categories are celebrities, children's toys, or video games. 
What are we going with? I mean, I mean, I imagine we have to go with children's toys. I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to go with a children's toy from like 1958 or something. Something weird. Ugh, I don't know. Do you like any of those other ones better? No. Yeah, me neither. Go children's toys. They have gone with children's toys, and here is your question. Architect Frank Lloyd Wright's son, Jonathan, invented what popular... Popular. Edit point, Chris. Architect Frank Lloyd Wright's son, Jonathan, invented what popular children's toy set after visiting the Imperial Hotel in Japan that was designed by his father... Despite this fascinating story, the manufacturer of the children's toy set went with a more American approach to the children's toy. Mike, would you like to rebound? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Jeff and Marissa, talk it out. Uh, I'm quite certain this is Lincoln Logs. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. It encompasses pretty much everything that's in that question there. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with Lincoln Logs. And Lincoln Logs is a correct answer. Nicely done. And you're right. It was, uh, I believe the patent was filed. If I'm looking at here, Wikipedia says, invented in 1916. Inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in 1999. And my daughter will be playing with them because I love Lincoln Logs as a kid. We had a really nice set of them. I had like three buckets of them. I love that stuff. Yeah, we had a nice set, and then they all got lost. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them. I don't either. They probably got eaten. By whom? They were made of wood. The dog. Oh, yeah. We just got our dog a year ago. Yeah, well, we had a Kieran before that. Oh, yeah. This was like (laughs) 2012, 13. Mike, would you like to go with celebrities or video games? See, uh, this is tough, because... If it's if it yeah I I I mean I gotta go with celebrities because if it's if it's video games post about 1995 I'm just really not gonna have a clue so I gotta go with celebrities. Mike, here is your celebrities question. Jeff and Marissa, get ready to rebound if you'd like to. In 2014, what female comedian and actress posted a picture of herself topless riding a horse? This is obviously a replica of a famous picture of Vladimir Putin. Jeff and Marissa, would you like to rebound? I think so. I kind of need a yes or no answer on that. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at yeah, this she's person here. Talking to me over here. Um. No. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rebound. You're gonna rebound? Okay. Yep. They have locked in their rebound. Mike, talk it out. Ah, uh, so um, the first name that popped in my head was Amy Schumer. Um, but then. For some reason, I thought Chelsea Handler seemed more familiar as like someone who who had done this. I don't know why. I kind of vaguely remember this happening, um, even though I never even saw the picture. Uh, I know exactly. I know I saw the Putin picture. I know the picture that she was parodying. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going back and forth. Like, do I go with the first name popping my head or the name that for some reason? What I'm struggling with is. I just don't know as I don't know as much about Chelsea Handler. I don't know what she's done, and I don't know whether she would really be. You know, I think I'm going to go with Chelsea Handler. 
Mike has locked in Chelsea Handler. Jeff, what did you say? We went with Mike's other option, Amy Schumer. And we do have a correct answer. This was, question was written by my wife, Leah. So when anyone looks at my Google search history, this is why I looked it up. <laughs> Your correct answer is Chelsea Handler. Because Mike got it right, Jeff and Marissa will not be charged their rebound. They still have two. I like how you made me call out my answer when I got it wrong, but when I got it right earlier, you didn't. Yeah, nothing. That's cool. Yeah, (laughs) same. The only reason I did that is because you mentioned, uh, you had sent me Amy Schumer and he mentioned both. So I wanted to get that for the purity of the podcast, but by all means, call (laughs) my ass out on it. Well, like I, I was like over here mouthing to him. I'm like Amy Schumer, and I'm like, no, Sarah Silverman, no. And then I was like, the other one, I couldn't remember her name. Marissa, were you in Tallahassee when Sarah Silverman got booed off stage? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Oh. But I am gonna open my next beer. All right, let's go ahead and let's do that now. And this one is a uh, flamingo fruit fight. By Bells out of Comstock, Michigan. Ooh. It's got passion fruit and lime. Passion fruit and lime sounds good, actually. I would drink that. Mike drinking his Oktoberfest as we get to our final question in round number three. This is for Jeff and Marissa. Your category is in video games. Here is your question. 1999 saw the release of this automobile racing game, the second in its series. What made this game so unique? The PlayStation game came with a scratch-and-sniff disc that smelled like burned rubber. What game am I talking about? And I will give you a bonus two points if you can tell me what sports game released a year later also had a scratch-and-sniff disc. Mike, would you like to rebound? Uh, I'm debating. I have a pretty solid guess. I still have two rebounds left. Is that right? Oh, no, I used one on Marlins, used right? used one. Um, I have a solid guess, but I think I'm going to pass. No rebound lodged. Jeff and Marissa talk it out. Okay, 99. Wouldn't be any of the Grand Thefts, would it? It's too early. I don't think so, especially for it to be the, the second. This this would be the 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 one where you're, like you can drive different different like cities and stuff. Uh, what was it called? What? Like we used to play. You could drive through like the Sequoia National Forest or whatever. Or oh, I really hate video um, game questions. What was his name called? It was like. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, my God. Literally nothing is coming to me. It's like, it's it's an arcade game in every single arcade, too. No, I don't No, think it's not any it. of those? No? Um, Race in USA or whatever? Yeah, no. I don't it's not any of those? No. Okay. We're talking PlayStation. PlayStation, We're talking 99. okay. A 99 PlayStation. It would not be... Grand Theft. I'm trying to think. He mentioned EA. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it was an EA game. 
Like like Indy or something or Yeah, well like NASCAR or something. Oh, maybe it was NASCAR? Um Well, that would make sense. Or maybe Indy. Indy or NASCAR. Which one? <sighs> maybe Indy. Or f- Formula. Or, if, yeah, Formula One. Yeah. But, <sighs> just trying to think of a different game. There was one that I'm specifically remembering, but I don't, I can't remember the name of. Um, oh, um, Need for Speed. Oh, yes. Would that That's what sense? I was thinking of. Not yeah. racing yourself. Need for Speed is what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, I think that's our best guess. I would go Need for Speed. All right, I think well, we're gonna. What do you think is the the bonus though? Sports game came out in two thousand with a scratch and sniff. Wouldn't be FIFA or because that wouldn't be enough smells, would it? Uh, I missed that part of the question. Um, um a sports one in two thousand would it be Tony Hawk? Uh, no, but it's a good time to remind people that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered just came out, and that was pretty much the only game I've ever played. Oh, I love Tony Hawk, yes. and I loved, um, what was the, the Snowboard 1080 one? That one was SSX in. Tricky? No, there was like a, another one. That was on Nintendo, though. Oh. That was on the 64. Okay, so we got Need for Speed. Um, I, what if it's like Madden or something? You think it's football? It would, they would put out like a scratch and sniff yeah, grass clippings or something stupid like that. Well, that's that. what I was thinking maybe FIFA because that one was huge too. Is that even EA? FIFA? I don't know. Is it? I don't remember anything anymore. Just go. Just go. We'll go with Need for Speed and Madden. They have locked in with Need for Speed and Madden. Unfortunately, no points to be awarded. You're in the right racing realm. It was not Need for Speed. It was Gran Turismo 2. Oh, that was the other one. Okay. Your bonus answer was not Madden. It was actually FIFA 2001. Oh, Damn it. And Marissa never afraid to tell us how she's feeling. <laughs> well, you just missed her uh, telling me that that was the answer, and then I convinced her otherwise. Well, that's why we have that explicit tag, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Marissa. We almost made hey, it the whole game. Hey, hey, I, I'm not the only one that is sitting here in front of our computers right now that is also bad about cursing. Okay, looking at you, Mike Mott. I have been an angel tonight. Thank you, you have. Very much. You have been great tonight, and we all were until just now. N- three of us still are. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say, <laughs> you speak for yourself. Your score heading into round four. Mike Mott with 68 points. Jeff and Marissa have 60. It is a nail biter of a game. Your round four categories are the solar system, your tax dollars at work, literature, and advertising. And the good news is I know you hate all of them, but Jeff and Marissa, you get to go first. Before we get into round four, I do want to let you know that Mike has one rebound remaining. Jeff and Marissa have two. Here we go. Round four. Jeff and Marissa, what do you want to go with? Uh, do, do you want... I don't know what they are. Well, there was literature. Okay. Advertising. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Your tax dollars at work. Like what? I don't know. Okay. And I don't remember the other one. What was it? The solar system. Oh, the solar system. The solar system. 
Uh, actually, I'm with you. These all suck. Um, <laughs> but you know what doesn't suck? My beer. That's fine. Good for your beer. Um, solar system? Sure. Is there one that you would be better suited No, for? I mean, we'd probably do decent at advertising. Yeah, I like advertisements. Um, I saw an episode of Mad Men once. <laughs> so I'm pretty much an expert. You just smoke a lot and demean women. And drink lots of bourbon. Yeah. Um, all right, um, let's go advertisement. Okay. Let's, let's go advertisement. In a shocking turn of events, they have decided to go with advertising... And they have found the second bonus question of the day. Here is your question. A 1993 McDonald's commercial featured what two NBA Hall of Famers making trick shots to win a Big Mac and fries? A bonus two points if you can tell me where the final shot of the commercial takes place. Mike, would you like to rebound? Yes, I would. Um... Yes. And the rebound is locked in. Jeff and Marissa talk it out. All right, so I imagine it's got to be Larry Bird and Jabbar. Okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I, I, I know who you're speaking of, have you, yes. Have you, have you heard of him? I, I may, have, may have heard of him and his... You his probably know more about basketball. Slightly successful career. Yeah, he was okay. Because um, um, I don't think... I mean, it could be Jordan. I just don't think it is Jordan. You think it's Jordan? No, that's why I said the other two. It's only two people, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, and where was the final shot? I oh, want to say I it was like it. at the... Uh, like the. It's going to be something stupid, like off the Golden Gate Bridge or something. No, like no. No? No, I feel like it's gonna be something stupid. Like they're like they're ordering. I was like four or five when this came I out. Know. I have no idea. I feel like maybe they're at like the counter or something. I don't know. Maybe. Or the drive-through. Like at the trash can. Or the drive-through or something. Trash can. Yeah. Into the trash can or something. That would be make the most sense, right? I mean, I don't. We he didn't say they were making basketball trick shots. No. Do you like the players, or do you think Jordan could have been part of it? I mean, I always feel like any time in that time period, I feel like Jordan could have been part of it. I know. Um, Maybe it was Jordan and Pippen. Ooh. Because that would be pretty old for Jabbar, I think. Yeah, I like that one better. I like Pippen and Jordan better. Okay. And what about the location? I don't know. What do you think? Trash can? I like trash can. I like that, too. Okay. We're locking in with that. Just to confirm, you have locked in with Jordan and Pippin and trash can as your final answer. Is that correct? (laughs) Nailed it. Yep. All right. Mike, you locked in your rebound. What was your rebound answer? Uh, I locked in with Jordan and Bird. Um. And if, I, I don't know 100% on the bonus, but it got increasingly ridiculous. Like, they were bouncing off the walls, nothing but net. Bouncing off the floor, nothing but net. And I, th- I thought the final one was off the freeway. And then, like, they're standing, like, on the top of the highway. And, like, it's like it was just completely ridiculous. But I just said off the freeway. I wasn't sure exactly. I don't know. I wasn't much older than you. Neither of us were Mike Mott old, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
So your correct answer is Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar retired, I believe, in 88 or 89, like late 80s. Um, so I'm glad you let your wife talk you out of that. I don't know why you let her talk, her, talk you into Scottie Pippen. But neither here nor there. In fairness, they were right in the middle of their first three-peat. They were. Yeah. They were. Uh, but no, it was Jordan and Bird and the original airing of the commercial. And I've looked this up in a couple of places, so I feel pretty confident in this answer. The original airing of the commercial is a shot of Jordan and Bird at the top of the Sears Tower. Ah. It was still the back when it was still the Sears Tower, like it should have remained. <laughs> What you talking about, Willis Tower? Mike has taken a 10-point piece right there. And Mike gets control of the board. Sir, do you want to go with our solar system, your tax dollars at work, or literature? You probably already know which one of these I'm going to go with. Our solar system it is. Ah, I was actually going to say literature. I know. That was my second choice. (laughs) Here is your literature question. In what 17th century poem is Pandemonium the capital city in hell? Jeff and Marissa, would you like to rebound? I don't know where my phone is. Uh, yeah, we'd like to rebound. Their rebound is locked in. Mike, talk it out. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, when I think about poems and hell, I think about uh, Dante's uh, Divine Comedy, Inferno specifically, and uh, I think about Milton's Paradise Lost. Um, and I think the lightning just did something cool. No, I was really hoping that was you going, yes, he got the right answer, like really being excited for me. Scored no, 7.8 seven seconds left in the third. Yeah. Nice. Is it 2-1? Yeah, 2-1. Yes. Sweet. Go Bolts. Oh my god, that was so pretty too. Okay, Mike, Sorry. keep uh, going. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Uh, no, so that's uh, that's that's where my head's at, and I don't, I don't know which one I want to go with, but I feel like Dante was earlier than that, so I think I'm just gonna lock in with Paradise Lost. Mike has locked in with Paradise Lost. Jeff and Marissa, what was your uh, your rebound answer? We went with uh, Mike's other train of thought. We went with Dante's Inferno. So Dante Alighieri passed away in 1321. The correct answer is John Milton's Paradise Lost. Nicely done, Mike. Good job, Mike. We're really good at guessing your wrong answers. Yeah. And Mike got the correct answer there. Jeff and Marissa will not be charged their rebound, although it doesn't matter. They have two left and only one question left for Mike. Jeff and Marissa, would you like to go with our solar system or your tax dollars at work? My solar system. Yeah, I imagine imagine we have to go with that now. Yeah, go solar system. Yeah. Here's your question in our solar system. According to a recent article published in Physics Today, over the past 10,000 years, what planet has spent the most time being the closest planet to Earth? Mike, would you like to rebound? I actually don't have a rebound left, so... You're correct. 
Jeff and Marissa talk it out. Glad someone's paying attention. Uh, Not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Which planet has been the closest? I'm trying one? to think the last... Uh, the last uh, Physics Weekly that I've read. Um, and that was never? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was never. So, <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. Well, there's, I mean, unless by some happenstance, Pluto got closer. Well, no, Pluto's not even a planet anymore. Uranus got closer to the Earth than Mars or Venus. I don't know. Over the last, what was it, 10 million years? Uh, 10,000 10, years. Oh, 10, I'm not 000. sure how you got to Uranus, because there's several other planets in between that. Right, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, I imagine that this question would not make sense if the answer was Mars. And I also suspect that, based upon the movement of the planets, that the best guess would probably be Venus. Yeah. I, I agree. But watch it be something stupid like Pluto. <laughs> no, um, I think uh, go Venus. I, I would say go Venus, but I don't know. Maybe it's Can not. you Maybe. repeat the question? I just want to clarify some wording. Of course. According to a recent study published in Physics Today, over the last 10,000 years, what planet has spent the most time being the closest planet to Earth? Oh, spent the most time being closest. That's, I mean, it's, but it seems like it's a trick question if it's Mars. Well, so okay, you got to imagine all the planets aren't going around in a right, straight line. Right, straight line. Yes, they. So it could be any of them. God, this sucks. Okay, well, Mercury has the smallest because it's closer, so it revolves faster. It's true. So there's probably same, more same average time. Correct in contact. Well, not contact, but nearer. nearer distance. Same with Venus. Venus is going to spin faster than Mars. Is 10,000 years enough for Mercury to beat out Venus? I don't know. I don't know the revolution speed. Come on. Of all the planets. I just know that Mercury and Venus spin faster around the sun. Um, I don't know. If I were going to play averages, I'd probably guess Mercury. You think so? No. Just guessing. That's why I said if I had to right, guess. Right, because I, like, I feel like Mars and Venus are the obvious answers. Well, I don't... Or mm. obvious would be too obvious. I just don't know how close Mars and Earth are in their own unique rotations. Right. Venus or Mercury? Which one? You tell me. I don't know. And could it could it even be Neptune? Could could like absolutely Venus be. be on the other side of the sun when we could keep doing this all night though? Just go Mercury. Jupiter. Just go Mercury. <laughs> Got <to> Jupiter. <laughs> I, I genuinely wish that everybody who was listening to the podcast could have just seen that moment of you guys just staring at each other. <laughs> that was so perfect. <laughs> let's go uh let's go venus go venus it seems fine go mercury you want to go mercury i do you're, not want to go mercury you're le- you're leaning closer to mercury i am not i'm leaning closer technically to venus maybe i don't know maybe if i was <laughs> then i would know 
Where's Gavin? Don't give me that face, Chris. You asked the damn question. Gavin's literally learning about the solar system right now. Let's go ask him. Go wake him up. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we're going to lock him with Venus. Are we sure? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but we're done. <laughs> All right. They have locked in with Venus. And your correct answer, due to its proximity to the sun, Mercury has actually spent more time being the closest planet to Earth. No points there. At least we said the right thing at some point. Technically speaking, no planet has been closer to Earth than Earth. Yeah. Okay, we're not having that conversation right now. (laughs) Mercury is your correct answer. Unfortunately, that means no points for Jeff and Marissa and Mike. You get a chance to add to your lead heading into the final round. Mike, here's your question in your tax dollars at work. What video game console did the U.S. Department of Defense use 1,060 of to create a supercomputer they did this because it was more cost-effective and a green option versus building their own. I'm going to uh, rebound. The rebound has been lodged. Jeffrey, send over your an- your guess. Jeffrey, answer, send over your guest. God oh, damn it. Whoever decided to make this a drinking podcast... Yeah, you did. I love that you had a whole diatribe at the beginning about how sober you were going to stay, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go for you, Chris? Oh, well, I can't hang around with Mike without drinking. I don't know if this is more about him or more about me. No, it's definitely more about me. The rebound has been locked. Mike, talk it out. Oh, man. So, uh, I feel like I remember hearing something about, like, the PlayStation in this capacity, I don't know why I don't have any way to logic there. I just feel like I remember hearing something about the PlayStation being related to this in some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to log in with the PlayStation. I need you to be more specific. I was wondering if you did. If I had to be more specific, I'd lock in with the PlayStation 2. Mike is locked in with the PlayStation 2. Jeff, I'm wagering by me asking for him to be more specific. You know that the Xbox is not the correct answer. Yeah, it would have been nice if you asked me for some specificity. Well, Xbox is not the correct (laughs) answer. It's neither the Xbox nor the 360. Your correct answer... Damn it. ...is, in fact, the PlayStation 3. Oh! This was done back in 2010, so no points to Mr. Mike Mott. As we head into your final round, the way the final round works, I have got three questions under three categories. You can wager any or all of the points that you have, however you want, split up amongst these three questions. Your scores right now, Mike Mott has 88 points, Jeff and Marissa have 60, it is anybody's game. Here are your three categories. Category one is a combination of history and entertainment. Category two is in automobiles. Category three is in sports. 
Lock in your wagers now. All right, everyone has locked in their wagers as we get into the final round. Question number one, your category is in history and entertainment. Here is your question. What was the name of the American nuclear testing operation that took place at Bikini Atoll in the Marshall Islands? It shares a name with a pop star's debut movie and a finishing move from a popular wrestler. And no one has locked in an answer yet. Well, why would we do that? We would have to know the answer. <laughs> I'm sitting here going through every pop star that I know. That's what we're doing. I gave you three different ways to get there. You're both trying to get there the same way. Okay. Wait, three? We know nothing about wrestling. Yeah, wrestling doesn't count. That's not a real thing. Do you know anything about U.S. history? Yeah. Yeah, but we can't remember that part. Yeah, there's three. There's three different ways to get there. No, all all the bikini, uh, the fucking SpongeBob is the only re- is all I think of now when I think of the eight bikini, bikini bottom. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yep. Okay. All right, I don't think I'm going to get there. I'm just going to lock in with the wrong answer. Jeff and Marissa, feel free to talk it out. Oh, you don't want to hear this. Yeah, you don't. I mean, we've literally gone from Elvis to Justin Timberlake. We're pretty sure it's glitter at this point. <laughs> uh, We're 100% going with glitter at this point. We managed to get back to the Manhattan Project, but we realized that's not, the test that site, that's not uh, anything to do with the test site. No. So, uh, um, I got nothing, so. I don't, I don't have anything. All right, we're locking in with. Glitter. Glitter. All right, they, <laughs> they have locked in with glitter. <laughs> Mike, what did you lock in with? I, I locked in with something that sounded like it could fit all three things. I, so I just said Armageddon. I, I didn't know. Okay, so none of you were able to pick on any pick up on any of the clues in the question. Uh, they were not subtle; they were right out there. Um, so let me ask you this: uh, What was the name of the first movie Britney Spears acted in? Crossroads. No. It was Operation Crossroads. Damn it! The Britney Spears movie we Crossroads. Yeah, we literally said. That. And the wrestler. Wait, 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 holy shit! Did you say debut movie? Yes. yes. I was sitting there going through albums in my head. Fuck. And the wrestler, the son of the late Dusty Rhodes, the wrestler is Cody Rhodes, and his finishing maneuver is called the Crossroads. It was so just, just to clarify, you're going to give me a Crossroads clue that has nothing to do with Eric Clapton? That's correct, because I knew you'd get that. That'd be a little bit easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were all over that, but yeah. Jeff and Marissa, what was your wager? Ten. Ten. Mike? I wagered 33. So your score is going into question number two. Jeff and Marissa wagered 10 and have narrowed the the score to 50 to 55. Uh. Your next question is in automobiles. What luxury car brand's logo began as a family crest? The five colors on the logo, black, gold, red, silver, and blue, 
represents superiority, richness, boldness, virtue, and valor. Did Mike just leave or is it me? Mike uh, he just pieced out, yeah. Um, can we get another rereading of the question real quick? I just want to listen to some wording. Of course. What luxury car brand's logo began as a family crest? The five colors on the logo, black, gold, red, silver, and blue, represent superiority, richness, boldness, virtue, and valor. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's not. Chris, I can lock in. Mike has magically reappeared before our very eyes and locked in. Mm. That's not suspect. Jeff and Mar- <laughs> Jeff and Marissa talk it out. I don't know. I keep coming back to Aston Martin. I like that. But I I don't I feel like it sounds like a family. Family crest. Oh, this thing is not Ferrari. No, because Ferrari's got yellow and red. And the horse. And a horsey. Yeah, what would have used so family crest? You 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 think lions? You think? I just feel like it'd be something. Maybe it British, was Ferrari though. British or Scottish or. What, what, what do they have as luxury? They eat beans for breakfast. Apologies to all of our Scottish listeners. Both of you. Uh, um, yep. French. Are there, what French cars are there? Um, I don't know. They'd be small, probably. Spanish. And baguette-like. Not many. I don't think Mini's a luxury car. I don't know. We should leave the room and come back and be confident yeah, about our answer. Yeah, then we can know the answer. <sighs> um, I don't know. I just I can't think of freaking... I feel like we've named one, probably. Do you think it. it's Mercedes? Do you Ooh, think it's... I don't know. I feel like Ferrari is a family name. Yeah, but I don't think it's Ferrari. Ferrari's had, like, the same horse, yellow and red... For as long as I can remember. Perhaps you're right. Maybe the one we're most unfamiliar with. And green. And green. It has green, Maybe the one that we're the most unfamiliar with should be the correct one. It's not. And that should be Aston Martin. Okay. Just go with Aston Martin. Just go with it. Go with the car of Bond himself. We're locked. We did it. All right. They have locked in Aston Martin. Mike, what is your answer? Uh, I said Cadillac. Mike is locked in Cadillac. And your correct answer is, in fact, Cadillac. Nicely done, Mike. Jeff and Marissa, what was your wager? 25. 25. Didn't even didn't even consider Cadillac. Nope. Mike, what was your wager? Uh, I wagered zero. All right, we're going to our final question here, everybody. Your category is in sports. During the fifth inning of the Pirates and Twins baseball game on August 4th, a nine-minute delay was called due to what? I guarantee no one thought this would happen when baseball was invented back whenever the hell that happened. (laughs) We're locked in. Jeff and Marissa are locked. Mike, talk it out. I'm assuming you mean August 4th of this year? Yes. It was Pirates and Twins? Pirates and Twins. Yeah, I missed this somehow, I think. Um, 
I mean, it could be could be any number of things, I guess, but um, it was delayed for nine minutes. There was a nine minute delay due to what? Hmm. Uh, shoot. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I miss this. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I have no idea. It's clearly something modern because otherwise it would have been something that was anticipated. Um, you know, like it's not, it's not like lightning or anything like that. Um, it's gotta be something, you know, interesting. Um, shoot. Ah, I got, I got nothing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bow out. Uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll just, just to say something, I'll say, um, uh, it was postponed due to a, due to the presence of fans. <laughs> Mike, I said it is postponed due to the presence of fans at the game, which in any other year sounds like a raise problem more than anybody else. <laughs> right. I was just trying to think of something that was like super weird. And I was like, eh, maybe there were fans on, you know, in the stands. I rip on the raise because I actually do like the Tampa Bay Rays. Jeff and Marissa, what did you say? Well, it's interesting you bring up the raise because it also just happened. It just to them. happened. Yeah. Like two nights um, ago. And this was a drone that caused a delay, a drone flying over the field. There was, in fact, a drone flying over center field. And it got to the point where the bullpen pitchers were trying to throw baseballs at it. <laughs> Jeff and Marissa, what was your wager? We wagered 25. That brings Jeff and Marissa's score to 50. Mike, you currently have 55 points. If you wager four or less, you win. Anything more than five and you lose, five gives us a tie. Mike, what was your wager? Sports is too broad of a category. Uh, if And I'm glad I didn't know it was baseball because I might have actually wagered something if I'd known. But since it was too broad, I'd wagered zero on this one. Oh. And your winner tonight with a score of 55 to 50 is Mr. Mike Mott. Good job, Mike. You guys too. Mike finally got ahead in a wager category. <laughs> Such as it is. I told Chris, I said, I was going to go zeros across the board, and then you tempted me with history and entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm surprised I did not get a purple rain answer there. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> it was his debut film, but again, I misheard the question. It's okay. It would have been a wrong answer anyway. Correct. Well, Mike, you are the winner tonight. Marissa and Jeff, tell everyone, where can they find us on the socials? Oh, I'm doing this still. I'm not even on Facebook or anything right now. On Facebook and on Instagram, you can find us at Pub Trivia Experience. On Twitter, it's Pub Trivia Pod. Or you can email us at PubTriviaExperience at gmail.com. As always, find our website, PubTriviaExperience.com. For the Pub Trivia Experience, though, I have been Chris. I'm Jeff. I'm Marissa. And I'm Mike. Have a great week, everyone.